No. I'd give you an apology, JB, but it'd go over your head. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. Short jokes <laughs> for last week. We, we've grown the since then. You haven't. <laughs> <laughs> My God, he hit that one out of the park. <laughs> Welcome to This Week in MTG with your hosts, Matt Olson, JB, and Danny Oakstad. Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode number 86 of... <laughs> is it 86, Matt? It is 86. <laughs> is, it, is it? Is it, Matt? <laughs> is it? Wait, did you guys change the fucking number? Got him! <laughs> <laughs> Got him! <laughs> Sons of bitches, you did this on purpose. <laughs> we were even talking about it as you were walking in the room and you didn't even question. Am I supposed to pay attention to he's you guys oblivious. as you talk? He's oblivious to a lot of things. We were like, hey, do it quick. He's coming back in. He's walking by right now. Wait, only do it once. Only do it in one spot. And you're just like, I'm Matt. <laughs> well, I forgot that he didn't put the actual number within the actual text. So it's like, oh, only do it one spot. Because he used to put, like, in the wit- in the words, he used to put the episode number. So he'd run it and didn't get incorrect rather than going up to the one spot and I mean, back. you literally were standing right there when we <laughs> said were. it. Like, you were. Like, right next to him. So, Matt, let's uh, take that over again. <laughs> take number 14. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome, Magic Folk, to episode number 85 of This Week in MTG. It's improvement. It's an improvement. <laughs> He's got the words correct. Your your tone was terrible. We need to retake that, Deep sir. Step. Hello <laughs> and welcome, magic folk, to episode number 85 of This Week in MTG, you, you, your aggregate news source for all things Magic the Gathering. We are your hosts. I'm Matt. Over are, there we have Dan. Are, are you Matt? We got JB in studio as well. Hello, JB. Hi. And we have OG this week in MTG host, one of the originals, Bacon Man. Or do you want one to be- of like, long time ago? Long time. It's been It's coming up to two years. I did the after party. Were you only in the after you party? Were, I thought you were I in the was normal mainly episodes in too. the after party, but then I I did you, you some took, of the you took over for co-hosting because you were co-hosting when I was on the first time. Well, yeah, that was yeah, that was what I, episode I did the after eight party mostly. But still, you're here. Welcome. Thank you. Speaking of after party, we need to do some after parties or after last, after dark. I think the last. I mean, we record after dark. Well, <laughs> yes, but I mean, actually, after dark. I think the last like technical one that we had that was like supposed to be the after dark was the uh, the Wob episode. <laughs> that was bad. That was a bad, bad, bad time. Yeah, we gotta we gotta do that. Shush! That was when I gained my following. <laughs> You're a very short following. Better than nothing. That's what she said. Trent, did you or did you listen said. to the WAB episode? W-A-B? I did not. So it was when WAP was becoming a big thing. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so instead, <laughs> oh, no. It's, it, it means weak-ass boggle. WAP. <laughs> <laughs> People listening now, go back to that one. That one was actually kind of funny. We were all pretty toasty at that point. Yeah. Yep. 
it's a longer episode, but there's a deck deck in there somewhere. Maybe. Uh, <clears throat> you may have forgot it. We don't know. Well, everybody, we're welcome that you decided to... Cl- <laughs> to d- we're glad you Words decided are hard to join you, us. Man. They are. Thank you very much for listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> have, uh, have a good night. Uh, my name's Matt. That's all, folks. I don't know if you know this. Porky Pig was such an underrated character. Such an underrated character. Everyone made fun of him. I bonded with him. We can tell. I bond with him every morning at breakfast. Should we be concerned? He's got a ball gag in his mouth, you know? Pesky's wabbits. <laughs> Sitting on my table. He does have a good mouth, he said. Really? You said it. You're really? on mine. You had to go there? You brought it up. You had to you go both there? I said there. nothing about a mouth. You <laughs> both went there. I was wondering about this. He's anyway. a pig. I eat bacon for breakfast. Okay, that's where you I was going with it. Whoa, whoa, calm. You could have just said that. <laughs> no, I, I, I like to do things with pigs in the morning. What? What does that even mean? I didn't even well, say I that. I like to bond with them every morning. When you go out to the freaking pen and you know put your heads together and say we can do it. We yes, can, we can only take one episode. Motivational of, speech. We can only take one episode of Black Mirror. And that's Black Mirror, not this week in MTG. We can't do this here. I've never seen that show. I don't know. Then that went way over your head. To the listeners out there that watch Black Mirror, you're so welcome for that. This reference. is why Streamlabs follows us on right every there, episode. about ready to shut us down. Yeah. <laughs> Got a close eye on us. Oh my god, Streamlabs, we love you. Don't fuck us, please. We got news to tell all these awesome people, but before we jump into that, we gotta hear an ad from our sponsor. J-Dubs, Sports Cards and Gaming, now. Thank you for listening to This Week in MTG. If you would like to show support for us, you can check out our amazing sponsor, J-Dubs, Sports Cards and Gaming, located in the Westacre Malls in Fargo, North Dakota. They are your one-stop shop for all your magic purchases. They are always stocked up with Ultra Pro and Dragon Shield sleeves and playmats. Commander Precon decks, plus they have an abundance of booster boxes ranging from Amonkhet to Zendikar. J-Dubs also buys and sells Magic singles at competitive prices. Their display case and binders are full of format staples, hidden gems, and other cards for you to bling out all your decks with. With those cards you just bought or traded for, you can make a modern or legacy deck so you can play in the Weekend Discord League. Entrance is $10 and games are played over Spell Table. Links are in the show notes. When you reach out, make sure to let them know the guys over at This Week at MTG sent you. Now let's get back to the episode. Thank you, J-Dubs, for supporting us. Now, dear listeners, if you guys are interested in supporting us as well, you can go over to our Patreon, check us out. Right now we have two tiers where we have a monthly giveaway for both tiers. And right now, we're going to be giving away for the, the $3 tier a pack of Strixhaven. And we haven't figured out the card yet for the tier above. But monthly drawings, when you join into the Patreon, please consider it. If you think the content is worth it, like, by all means. Just buy him a Black Lotus. Uh, <laughs> maybe once that's, we hit, Yeah, that's may, Mystical we, Third Tier. May, yeah, we, maybe <laughs> once we hit... When we hit... We get to the commands. Five hundred thousand viewers a month, right? Yeah, we need to get Masters commands of modern level. Smash that like button or whatever they say in YouTube videos. Yeah, there we go. Y'all do that at some point. That could happen. Get us there. <laughs> Smash that subscribe button. 
Now, for the breakdown of how this episode is going to be played out for y'all there, first off, as always, we're going to pass you over to the Boggle Desk, where we're going to talk about the past weekend event results and upcoming events. After that, Danny is going to tell us about some uh, BNRs, blog togs, if we had any, and we're jumping to the news quickies, which has Watsy getting an award, some online ga- uh, Moto Arena announcements, new secret layers, and a big CFB announcement. From there, we're going to have the finance section, and after that, a hand-selected deck of the week from JB. Like always, because none of y'all find them. You don't even do your fucking boggle desk work. Calm your tits, sir. I at least find the deck of the week, sir. <laughs> that is your work. That is your job. Yeah. And then from there, y'all, it. Hey. y'all can go home. Hey. They're all already home. Hey. The joke continues. Hey, Matt. <laughs> what? You forgot to put the Mana Traders event on here, too. Look at that, JB actually doing something <laughs> worthwhile at the Boggles desk. <laughs> to those listening to the podcast after the fact, I am fucking like stabbing JB with daggers <laughs> with my eyes right now. Hey, JB. Sir. I mean, I'm seriously surprised that you forgot to put it on there because we were trying to cast it to my TV and everything and watch it live. Hey, JB, how would you do it on your phone right now? No. It's more fun to make Matt do it. Lazy. <laughs> this is called payback for all the short jokes. <laughs> but from there, let's pass it over to the Boggle Desk, JB. Okay, Oompa we got another. Loompa, loompa, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> the transition from the start of the podcast to him. Oh my god, we got just got to do this now. Just have the Oompa Loompa beat going in the background. Honey, you're missing out. I'm missing no. out. No. Oh look, more Twitter posts. Matt knows how much I love Twitter posts. To think you won't have to worry about that if you did your job. <laughs> Fucking Twitter. <laughs> Keep making those short jokes. Gladly. Thank you for giving me permission. I would have done it anyways. <laughs> well, then I'm not doing my job. <laughs> That's how this works. Make short jokes. I don't do my job. All right. So it looks like we've got our standard Strixhaven week two meta snapshot from a Twitter post because Matt loves to send me Twitter links, even though I hate that damn bird. Uh, so. We got Salty Ultimatum is making up 16.1% with 52.9% overall win rate. Mono Red Aggro is close behind at 11.6% with the same 52.9% win rate. Teamer Adventures is 8.8% with a 52.7% win rate. Demir Rogues is down there at 7.4% with a 46.9% win rate overall. Gruel Adventures is 5.4%. With a 51% win rate. Cycling Pyromancer sitting at 5% with a 51.9% win rate. Boros Winota, hate playing against that deck, sitting at 4.9%, 49.1% win rate. Mono White Aggro sitting at 4.3% with a 55.1% win rate. Teamer Luca is sitting at 4.2% with a 50.7% win rate. Naya Spirits is 2.9%. With a 58.3% win rate overall. And then the rest of your other whatever you feel like playing decks round out the last 29.5%. With a 43% win rate overall. It still blows my mind that this Jeskai Cycling deck is... Still a thing? Still a thing. Yeah. That Rogues is still a thing? Yeah. Well, Rogues is just always going to be a thing. Like, I don't know yeah, what you want Stupid. Stupid. And... and- and the the bonkers thing is like there's no new cards 
from Strixhaven, Strixhaven that's in this, let's see, in the sideboard, roughly? I mean, choose your flavor, but it's primarily just all Ikoria cards. Dranith Stinger, Valiant Rescuer, Iron Craig, Pyromancer, Flourishing Fox. Like, I don't know how this just, like, came out of nowhere still. It's just, like, a good aggro deck. Is it, though? It's putting up results. What else do you want, JB? <laughs> For it to not put up results? I guess take it take it up with the people that are playing it? Okay. And I guess since JB's mentioned rogues, like, rogues with Luris is primarily the, the main thing with this in, in standard, so... Luris and rogues go hand in hand. Do they? Do they really? Okay. So. Tell us about that mana traders challenge or mana traders event. Oh, we're not gonna cover the CFB Pro Showdown at all then. Well, it was just talk like I put those links in there for like the decks that were that were getting talked about in the uh, the data dump there. Oh, well, fine. Use piss, it as a reference. Piss on the Pro Showdown then. I don't care about CFB. CFB can suck it. Sorry if you're listening, CFB. God, no way that they are. <laughs> right? You know, the small fish that people don't want to fry, we're worse than that. Anyway, let's Thanks. stop visiting and just keep going. Right? If we were on fire, they wouldn't even pee on us. They wouldn't even like, go out. <laughs> Matt safe word like infect or something like that. Wait, wait, wait. Are you making what? fun of infect? Yeah, infect sucks. Calm down. Yep, it does. Let's go. <laughs> no. Are you, are you down with the sickness? Oh, wow. Old now we're just copyrighted. Now we're just yeah, cut yeah. Off. Now we're screwed. Way to go, Matt. Way to go, Matt. God damn it! Demonetize. Way to God go. God damn it! Yep, Streamlabs is gonna shut us down. Oh my god. Well, to be fair, we're not monetized already. So, and well, well, <laughs> technically we are. We have Patreon, sir. But that's not through Twitch. Oh, well, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting ads. Okay, so anyway, we had a Mana Traders event. That, that, that <laughs> did we? <laughs> that did we? That finished this weekend. And the format was Legacy. I didn't play in it because I couldn't rent anything because, good lord, it's way too expensive. Uh, so anyway, we had... Oh, Jesus Christ, come on. Words are hard. No, it's... Yeah, it's, it's, it's deck. There we go. There it is. Okay. So it looks like our top eight. First place, we had Sandy Osh. Doesn't say what deck they're playing, though. Yeah, it does. It's uh, Where? Saltai. Where do you see that? Saltai Omni. Oh, ha, ha, ha. My phone doesn't tell me. I got to scroll over. Uh, okay, so yeah, there you go. He's playing Saltai Omnitel. Okay, in the second place, we had Lynn Chalice with uh, Green White Depths. Yep. Yes. Deck after my own heart. I've wanted to build that deck, actually. And then next up, we had uh, Blue Red Delver. Well, four color Delver. Sure. It's, it's, it's named Blue Red Delver, sir. Yeah, where's the black in this deck? Because I, I clicked on the link. Does not have any black or green. Right. I, I'm assuming they're just giving it four colors because of the land base. Right, that could be. So then we have Miracles in fourth place. Fifth place was Teamer Delver. Sixth place was Mono Red Prison. Seventh place was Blue Red Burn. And eighth place we had Lands. That Omnitel was crushing it with a hundred percent player match one percentage. Hundred fucking percent. Mm-hmm. He went three and zero, completely crushed. So the the gist with the Omnitel, in case we we have non legacy followers in in this, is you get omniscience out with a card called Show and Tell, which is two and a blue 
Each player may choose an artifact, creature, enchantment, or land in their hand and put that permanent into play. So then you do that and you cast everything in your hand for free. Because <laughs> uh, omniscience. Because you, pl- you play omniscience and then you may cast spells from your hand without paying your mana cost. And you just kind of like ding stomp. It has Grizzlebrand, Emrakul's. So, yeah, 100%. Brutal, bro. Totally brutal. Do you want to talk about the modern challenge? Nope. Okay, good enough. All right, so I'll do it for your event <laughs> results. <laughs> it says only talk if we have time. Right, we well, that's, that's why I no asked. Time. <laughs> so upcoming events, we have your FNM at home is boring old standard. Yeah, nothing special about that. Yep. Just standard. Just just boring old standard. Have, have you guys done the FNM at home anytime recently? Friday. No. Yeah, yeah, with the Mr. Beast. Do you yeah. think you played against Mr. Beast? Probably not. So we're not, uh, he's still sitting here, sir. So obviously he didn't. So we're not getting 25k to the podcast. No, because that's what you do with that 25k, right? You just actually it'd probably be like 12, right? Yeah, after taxes, you'd put 12 into the podcast, right? No. What? I need a new car. No, you don't. You buy a car for a thousand dollars. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, you want to buy my silver bullet? It's sitting in Sam's garage right now. No. It's good. The it's car's too- worse than mine. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. You just got to change the, the 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 rear passenger hub. The everything. Yeah, the everything. Worse than mine. Probably needs an oil change. It's been sitting for a bit. New gas. It's New gas smaller than mine. I'm not going yeah, for it. You'll be good. You'll be fine. No. no. <laughs> you'll be fine. Nope. <laughs> but no, I have not played an FNM home in a long time. Right? I haven't either. It's been a really long time. Because arena sucks. Trent, do you play FNM and Homes on Arena? No, I do not. Nope. <laughs> there's your, there's right. your overall How answer. How are these listeners. things a thing still? Like, People love them. Well, I mean, I'd love to see the numbers. How big of an influx the <laughs> FNM at Home much. happened just because of Mr. Beast. Right. Well, it's with the FNM and Homes, like the one that they had this last weekend with Mr. Beast, you had five decks pre-made that you get to choose from. Those ones, I understand, are... A little bit more fair rather than those who are like, oh, hey, let's FMN at home historic. Okay, well, you, you historic play, brawl. You, yeah, historic <laughs> brawl. Like, decks, historic that, brawl. Has, decks <laughs> that people don't play or the formats people don't play. Like, you have to make a deck for that format that you have no knowledge in. It's like, okay, well, I'm just throwing cards in this deck and see how it does. So, you have to play your eight games to get your two wins. Or 16 games to get your two wins. Like, well, that's no fun. But Yeah, Arena's stupid. I, I don't play it that much anymore. I like it when they when they do the uh, Omniscious one. Or, uh, yeah, the one where they you sack, sack a card to get land. Those uh, ones. Um, Momir Vig. Yeah, there we go. And then, like, this last weekend, which was pre-made decks that you just chose from and like you can play until whatever, but still the fact that it's pre-made, so everyone's playing the same decks. It's just I don't know. I think it's better. It's almost like a sealed event, but it's not right. More more on op- uh, it's fair. It's fair playing grounds, really. Yeah, because it would kind of suck to just continuously play against Mill or Mono Red. Exactly, exactly. Right. So, but then again, I'm also that dick that plays. Mono red agro or mono white kill you. You hypocrite. <laughs> but I'm the beautiful dick in general, though. That's a thing. Yeah, I am. It's how I, I play against Matt. I have to be. Right. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
Don't, Matt, don't. you made me this person. You I, made me this. You I, made me become this magic player. I do not put the bar that high. Yes, you do, sir. Call me your tits. So this is the guy who played Infect. Oh my god! In standard, and plays you, it in modern. You sick son of a bitch. Who plays it in EDH? All right, to be fair, I would play Infect in modern. To be honest with you. You six son of a yeah, bitch. man. Trent and I we were I talking would, about it, that mono green infect deck that's coming. Yes, <laughs> turn two infect for the win. No, see, I'm more no. turn four win red. Well, it just sucks to be you then. It's all right. <laughs> no, it's not. I'll just bolt your sh- your one ones. I mean, good luck with that. Plenty of things to keep it safe. We have blossoming defense, and we have snakeskin veil. You know that yep. active negate. Th- that too. Probably not as much, but we'd lose. <laughs> but we have it as well. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just shock you for 12. JB, what other big news do we have in upcoming events? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Yeah, no. More arena stuff. Yay. So, yay. Sounds for some reason. Right? <laughs> arena sucks. Uh, <laughs> hope you're not listening, Watsy. Hot take. Right? Yeah, hot take. They don't give a crap. Unpopular opinion. Arena sucks. Changed my mind. <laughs> so, okay. May, May 8th and 9th, we're going to have an arena open again. And this time, yay. it's going to be sealed. It'll be Strixhaven sealed. Ooh. So, yay. whoop de doo Hey, at least that's fair. It's sealed. I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. I can actually do well in sealed. I just don't play. I don't, because I never get good pools. I get screwed all the time. And then I get screwed on the randomization. That's wah, why I wah, hate Arena. Wah. No, okay, this tells you something. Okay, I I, I did a, I drafted. Okay? How to trigger JB. I, I did a draft. <laughs> and I put only 16 lands in because fuck 17. Triggered. I always get flooded, right? Triggered. And no, even with the damn scry lands and being able to scry through my deck, I still drew fucking eight lands in a goddamn row. Triggered. In a 40-card deck. Triggered. Still sounds like you problem. This is bullshit. Triggered. Is this, is this Strixhaven sealed? Yes, it was a Strixhaven okay. draft. Triggered. Bullshit. Triggered. Triggered. I had 16 cards left when I lost, and they were... Someone's like, tilted. I had 14 lands out between on the battlefield and in my damn hand. JB, your fuse is showing. Tilted. Yes, Short I was feud. very fucking tilted because that <clears throat> happened not only once but like three times. Tilted. I was pissed. So my mono red deck that I just built literally like today. I have twenty five lands on it. I was playing some uh, pre testing on Moxfield, and like all three games I played, I had thirteen lands up by turn thirteen. I was drawing nothing but lands in my mono red deck. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks a lot. So yeah, it's like well, great, perfect. So uh, JB, you done yet? No. Sure, go for it. I don't care. Is your fuse short enough to stop? <laughs> Maybe. So, uh, you want to give that gateway or segue over? Or what? You can pass the baton. Do I look like Paul Blart? You're short enough. <laughs> You're terrible. Round enough. <laughs> You're terrible. Stop it. <laughs> stop it, sir. You're almost as bald enough. Read your blog and talk. <laughs> That's what I think about that. <laughs> <laughs> just shoots to the side. Don't trip over the doorstep. So, anyways, he has to hurdle it like he's in the fucking four hundred meter. Couple that JB's on his four mile walk to the sink. Um, moving along to the blog talks, we have a couple couple blog talks this week. 
Uh, first comes from Varmac. Yes, or stated. I love the mystical archive slot in Strict Seven. Would it be possible to do something similar to mo- with most other sets? Uh, Mark replies back. It's something we can and I believe will do again, but it's not something we can easily do often. I know a lot of those mysticals look pretty sweet. And it was actually pretty nice to actually not have to buy like collector boosters to get them since they were in all packs. Well, the thing is with the the mystical archives is the best way to think about them is that they are the showcase cards essentially of whatever set they are. So it makes sense that they do them. It's just instead of like doing current cards that are printed standard in the showcase yep. frames, it's like they're doing reprints. Yeah, which instead, is which, which is, is good. really sweet. It's a good way of combining the list and just opening up normal packs without having to worry about getting cards from the list, which we're at like a what a one th- uh, a one quarter twenty five percent. Yeah, tw- about? it was like a twenty five percent drop rate or whatever. The yeah, something like that. Yeah, to 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 get a a set or a, a card from the list when it came to set boosters. But yeah. now with the archive cards or whatever they can continue calling them in the future, they'll just be in all packs. Set boosters, they'll get more of them, but draft boosters, they'll get them still. Yeah. Yeah, with the uh, Mystical Archives, it's more of a showcase, but for previous cards from other sets, obviously. Um, right. We move along to the next blog talk. comes from Bob in Things. Um, yes, as far as evergreen mechanics go, would you say vigil- uh, Vigilance has a lot of untapped potential? But a dump dump. Dad jokes. Way to go, Bob. That was terrible. (laughs) That was, yeah, that's... that's... (laughs) Why would you share this, Danny? Because I'm a dad. (laughs) It's a dad joke. Tell us what Mark replied. Smiley face. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) That's all he said. It's so good. (laughs) Bob and things, if you ever listen to this podcast, please contact us. We'd love to have you for our dad, dad joke down. Yeah, we are unceremoniously planning at some undisclaimed time. We have no idea what he's talking about. It was Wait, the- all three of you are dads, and you need help doing dad jokes? No, no, no. We want to do a, a magic dad joke podcast. You know the thing where it's like the the sit down, try not to make each other laugh, and they tell jokes oh, yeah. and stuff in front of each other? Yep. We wanted to do that with us. And uh, one of the previous uh, guest hosts on here, Big G, he is also a dad, and we were talking about on a podcast, like one of our episodes, like a month and a half ago or whatever. I wasn't here. Yeah, and because he was filling in for Danny, and we're like, we got to do this. So, Trent, Trent, if you're down for just jokes in general, I'm always down for do- jokes. I'm just, I'm not a dad, so it's all right. You still tell like dad jokes are not just limited to dads. Anybody could tell a dad joke. Oh well, yeah, tell a mean short joke to JB. Go over his head. You get double points. That's the first time we made that joke today. <laughs> Keeps getting better every single time. Does it, though? Does it age like fine wine, or do you just want to try and find new material? For the length of how many of these jokes are, like, new material can be brought up every, like, inch or two. Every inch or two? <laughs> Jeez. That's, too, that's still too long for JB. <laughs> so, anyways, we're moving along to the news. Moving along with the news, we go back to JB as he discusses what? 
So, Wizards of the Coast was named Extra Life Partner of the Year. They've been recognized for their extraordinary commitment to the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals through fundraising and awareness initiatives. More than $1.6 million was raised in 2021. 2020. Well, I don't know. It just it's, says 202, damn it. It's 2020. Because <laughs> t- obviously 2021 isn't That's over what, well, yet. I, it's all it said was 202. I don't fucking know. I just read. It's Matt. He can't type. I just read. No, no. Hold on. Hold on. Before we continue this, Trent, did you fuck with me there? I did not fuck with that one. Okay. Jimmy, continue. <laughs> yeah. So more than $1.6 million was raised in 2020 through the D&D and Magic community. This includes a secret layer drop extra life. The donations raised through WotC will be going to Wizards of the Coast Autism Center Development Fund at Seattle Children's Hospitals. The Extra Life drop was the one with uh, the Tefer's Protection, Consecrated Sphinx, Collective Company, and Amulet of Vigor. That all had children depicted in the arts. Yep. To those that need to be refreshed. You remember that one time that somebody made special art for the Tefer's Protection? (sighs) That was a whole thing that we talked about, and people were fucking uh, so upset about that. It's like they can't... Yeah, let's just move along. Yeah, before, <laughs> let's move along before we before have we that 30-minute tangent. Here. What was that, Trent? So move along before you step over the boundary here yep. again. Yep, the line is drawn. So we have some arena announcements. Watsi has a few things to bring up in this arena announcement. First is uh, to mitigate any confusion with the Mystical Archive cards when it comes to opening them up in the myst- er, in arena. Though, uh, though appearing in the top center spot, typically where the rare cards are s- appear, when you open up a draft or just a normal booster pack, when you open up a pack in arena, you know, it pops up to seven and the center is like right there. Uh, so th- that's where the mystical archive card will be uh, appearing, but it is replacing a common slot, not a rare or a mythic slot. So do not be worried when that shows up, you're still going to get your rare and mythic along with that mystical archive card. Also, if anyone who did not receive their store purchased or rewards when Strixhaven came out, you should be compensated by the end of this week. If not, we'll share a link in the description down below so you can get a hold of Watsi to let them know. Also in these notes, there are some other bug fixes that were mentioned in the article with this update. Awesome. Well, MTGO updates... Uh, next in the cookies, we have a few MTGO updates to inform you about the Strixhaven alternative play options are as followed. April 28th, new to the Spotlight Cube series will be a Pioneer Cube of shorts. Shorts? Uh, May 5th will be Emma Handy's Proliferate Cube. May 12th, Legacy Cube returns for two weeks. There will be a scheduled downtime Wednesday. June 2nd at 9 a.m. PT uh, to implement the addition of MH2. A few patch notes are in the updates as well. Link in the description. That's right. We are coming up to Modern Horizons 2. Yeah, not that far away. And to those out there that have already heard the like leaks that have happened there, uh, we don't really talk leaks on the episode until they're official, but... God, if, if those are the leaks, damn, that's spicy. Oh, I haven't seen anything. Oh, you haven't? No. Nope. Okay. I have not either. Live Google. 
moving along, we have Strict Saving uh, School of Majors Update Bulletin. This article is posted on the 20th of April by Jess Dunks. Um, it reads, hi, or hello, everyone. I'm Jess Dunks, the new rules manager of Four Magic. I'm excited to welcome you to the first day of classes, and along with it, my first bulletin update. Actually, it's our first update bulletin, because I read words differently. Uh, <laughs> this will give you an initial look and brief explanation of the rules changes and card updates that are occurring uh, for Strixhaven School of Mages. Once they're live, you can check them out on the rules page and in Gatherer. And let's get started. Just a quick few ones. Um, so, we all know Magecraft has now joined the r- list of ability words. Rule 400.11b, sometimes life teaches you lessons, sometimes, sometimes those lessons are cards. We brought in the game, sometimes the lessons wasn't good. Sometimes the lesson wasn't good enough, and we decided to pick up our cards and go shuffle up for a new game. This rule now clarifies the cards I brought into a multiplayer game leave the game with me when this happens. That's surprising to me. I thought that that was always a thing. <clears throat> like, when it comes to, like, especially the EDH. When you play games, like, if a player can't, if a player was knocked out and there is an enchantment that they controlled but enchanted on an opponent's creature, if that player got knocked out, I thought that enchantment was gone, too. My guess, my understanding for this is, so lessons are from outside of the game. So a lesson could be anywhere from a sorcery to an enchantment. So once you're reshuffling the game, that card isn't shuffled into the deck. It's just put back in the sideboard. Would be my understanding. It's like, hey, it's not included in the 60 card deck, so it's outside of the game. But yeah, I know I get what you're saying now, too. But usually when you're playing six-card deck, you're not playing four-player. You're playing 1v1. Right, right, right. But anyway, um, just going through all this. Uh, wow, there's so many. The, 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 this was on me. Yeah. Def- Where'd you go, I, Matt? I didn't type out the ones that, I, honestly, again, this is on me for thinking that you guys would click the links ahead of time. Yeah, right? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck were you thinking, Matt? Clearly, you just why, weren't. Why would we do that? Uh, mana value and activate only as. Those ones are I, I thought were pretty important. And then Oh, okay. I'll read that one too, Matt. And then uh, the new this glossary. Is, this, this is just a lot of uh, editing for you, Matt? Not. This whole spot is going to be like nice snipping done. So which one? You want? You obviously want the activate and which other one? The mana value is now officially implemented into the rulings and stuff. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah. I thought so, that was in my section. Wow. That is enough for all of you. Gosh. Hold on, hold on. No, no that's, in the or- that's in the Oracle changes. Yeah, fuck you. Taking away my shit. I just read that. The one time you're happy to do something on the podcast, JB. <laughs> <laughs> Finally picking up something carrying on his shoulders. Shots fired. <laughs> the shoulders aren't that far off the ground. We can all pick that up no problem. Right. Well, it's the only thing he could lift. He's not an ant strength kind of guy. Anyway. Uh, so now rule rule number 602.5 D through F. These are the rules that handle the phrases activate only as a sorcery and activate only as an instance. 602.5 F was clarified to added to clarify the cards with the old text have received a rata. So those are the things where it's like only activate as a sorcery. It'll just be activate as a sorcery. 
it saves up on space and the text boxes and stuff like that. Yo, why would we do that? Because apparently full text cards are cool. <laughs> oh, we're going to so, cover that here in a bit. So those are great cards. Leave them alone. No, no, they're Whoa. not. We know Danny's stance on this right now. They're they're just hilarious to be like, yeah, hey, I'm just, those are for lol cards. JB, give us some of those Oracle changes now. Oh, oh, now I get to talk. Okay, fine. We'll let you get up to the mic and actually talk. I need a step stool first. We'll just bring the mic to you. We'll hold it down to the floor. Oh, Jesus Christ. You guys are terrible. Okay, so first up, we've got a bunch of Oracle changes. First one is mana value. <laughs> We're horrible. Start that part again. I clapped there. Why? <clears throat> You're fucking terrible. God damn it. It took you so long to push that burp out. It doesn't have that I know. long to travel. <laughs> God damn it. You guys are fucking assholes. It's got a low center of gravity. I don't like you anymore. It's okay. I'm okay with that. You say that every week, but yet you show up every You guys are week. all assholes. I don't know why I do this anymore. Because it's a night away from your kids. Because it's, it's habit. That's what it is. All the free beer fucking you can habit. drink. Right. You know it's worth it. All right. So anyway, the first up, first change. Mana value, is it? I, I think is the stupidest thing ever. Oh, well, I mean, it just shortens converted mana cost to mana value. Less words, I, more space. I personally, sure. I hate mana value. Yes, really. Now, mana value rather is have dumb. CMC. Yes. Well, CMC is like the shorthand that don't care. In franchise, don't care. Players I would don't... rather have it be converted mana cost than mana value. Exactly. I'm pretty sure, I, like. I, I personally hate that. All of our, all of us in franchise players, we're still going to call it CMC. It's way better than just yeah. saying like Mana Value cuz like if you like just make Mana Value into letters, it's MV. It's like, I don't know, it doesn't it doesn't feel as CMC right as CMC. CMC tongue a lot better than MV. Exactly, 100%. But like on the cards, it's just now Mana Value. Mm-hmm. But everybody's still going to know it as CMC. Like if if we if we put a poll out, I am more than positive everybody's <laughs> going to be like CMC is the way to go. Like, that's the way yes. that I'm always going to say it as. So, mana with, value confuses the fuck out of me, especially on Arena now. So, because everything's changed on Arena. With, with, I just being devil's advocate, mana value, it's, it's an easier term to teach someone to play with mana value rather than Is it though? CMC. Is it though? Yeah. The Is fact it that it's though? less words, more, inter- like, mana value, if you show a card, it's like, what's the mana value on this? It's like, okay, five plus whatever the cost is. Like, converted mana cost, at, I guess I can understand where it's like, okay, so the converted mana cost is like, what? You got to think about it for a little bit longer. Then what's the mana okay. value? Now we're now we're getting a conspiracy because now we're talking about one freaking word. Right? right. One <laughs> goddamn here, here word. I'm, I'm just people instead of saying converted mana cost we're just gonna say oh you know mana value because it saves one freaking word that's how that's, you'll be able to that's tell a, that's the actually new like, players from the old that's players like three syllables okay converted mana cost is six mana value is four so there's two syllable difference Sorry, two Sorry. but then you got cmc which is three which is what a lot of people would be saying like i'm pretty sure like when we'd be talking about cards like <laughs> further into the episode uh, with deck of the week or with uh, the finance section where we talk about the CMC of the cards, like we're going to be saying CMC instead of like mana value. We apologize for that. If people don't understand, we'll gladly clarify it each and every time. But which we do already. Yes. But yeah, it'll always be CMC. Yeah. We're, Sorry. Know, we're just Sorry. The, the old Fuck guard. Mana that value. Knows. <laughs> it's it's, it's like one shirt, of the- you get a shirt made that says we'll always be a CMC. Right. 
There you go, hashtag, another hashtag on our shirt that Danny can spell it's wrong. A, no, it's not a hashtag. It's just like we get a we just get a shirt that says it's always CMC. There we go. Oh man, we gotta get these shirts out at some point. Danny, right? You gotta the, come over one night and we gotta work on this together. It's the mystical third tier Patreon. <laughs> I'll just give the login for this shit, and I'll take my credit card off it. <laughs> you can just do whatever you want, right? You're not gonna pay for this, no, Danny. Those weren't cheap shirts. <laughs> But you only got three. <laughs> yeah, because they're gifts to you guys. They you they cost us. less if you buy more. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. But I don't have money to spend for more shirts. Well, how big was JB's shirt? It had to be like a triple extra small. <laughs> it was more, not buying. It was not more. Buying it was for Matt. It needs like it a twelve X. It was more printing than shirt for JB, but it's still. Do you remember that same value? You remember the part in uh, Cinderella, the Disney movie, <laughs> where the mice are sewing her dress? Like, yep. it took a whole song sequence to do that, and they'd get on the first note for JB, and it's just like it's done. <laughs> I'd give it at least four notes. You were considerate, sir. What are they making? Like a long sleeved hoodie that has a pocket in the front? No, that's six. <laughs> that's back. That's that's eight <laughs> notes. Okay, so shuffle. <laughs> Good transition so, there, bud. So they're just, just shuffling, shuffling. <laughs> Every day I'm shuffling. And I'm the one that gets this copyright struck. <laughs> Every day we're copyright struck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, they decided that when a card mentions a library and then instructs the same player to shuffle that library, they're not going to mention the library a second time. They issued and added over 700 cards to follow suit, and it's not a functional change. Woohoo! Yeah. So, shuffle your library. It's just shuffle. Nothing. Yeah. Right. It's there. It's it's it's, it's, it's more. It's just dropping library. more words because you know. No, it's fuck taking, library. It's fuck take, cost. Let's just mana value. They're taking the words away, so they have more room to make these very texty. Text boxes, yeah, like, like what full Kelheim art lands, been. full text lands. God damn it, those like, things are awesome. Leave them alone. No, they're not. Has been, <laughs> Strixhaven has been. They're very wordy sets. Like they gotta like. They're looking at this as like, okay, these next couple sets we got are gonna have a lot of like trying to understand the rules text in there. What can we do to save on a word or two? It's mana value. It's just well, shuffle. They, if you look at it, you know they probably have to start dropping some of these words because they stop putting like the description about what are some of these these texts do on the card, you know, like ward or whatever. There's cards out there that just says ward too. Other cards yeah. would be like ward, this creature, this, this does whatever this does. Stuff like that. But they stopped doing that part. Yeah, this is, I don't know. Are they trying to make like shorthand to get more people acclimated to being more entrenched into the game? Like eventually you have to know what these keywords and stuff are like ward and what shuffle. Well, I mean, shuffle and mana value, I guess those are the most. In- no, no. Cause eventually they're just going to have a QR code in the text box <laughs> and you just fucking go. <laughs> hey, that's what that card does. That's not IHOP. <laughs> IHOP. Yeah. IHOP stopped giving uh, menus out. There's actually a couple. Uh, uh, B-dubs is the same thing. Well, yeah, I, but I have... Oh, you just scan the QR code and it gives yep, you the yep, menu? Yep, and it gives you the virtual well, menu. Oh, my God. The last time I went to B-dubs, they actually gave menus. The last time I went to IHOP, they're like, yeah, you have to scan this uh, sticker in the middle of our table because we don't yep. have any menus. There's a couple other restaurants locally that do that as well. That has to be for COVID reasons. It is. Yep. Mm-hmm. It is. 
Um, but anyways, back on topic. So with the shortening of text, everything like I understand, like the green words no longer giving the explanation of what they do. So like vigilance, you no longer have to like, oh, this creature does not untap or doesn't tap while attacking, or haste, or trample, or lifelink. But like the new ones, like ward, I didn't know what ward was until they gave an explanation of it. Because that, that was like, how long ago did Ward come out? Uh, well, yeah, I thought I that was new what, for Strixhaven, wasn't it? Yeah, Ward is technically new for Strixhaven. What they're doing is erratic the ability of, like, this can't be, tar- if this is targeted, it gets countered unless opponent who targets it pays whatever and yep. stuff. So there's, like, uh, Unsettled Mariner, Frost Titan are some of the old OG ones and stuff that do that. So so they just gave an, abil- an old ability a keyword. Correct? Correct. Okay. So that that makes sense, but like for hexproof or like the you the the key, green words that are the evergreens that are always used makes hundred percent hundred percent not to explain them on cards anymore. But yeah, for like the new stuff obviously getting rid of all those I'm just I'm just guessing that they're bring out are gonna have new keywords. Or abilities that they're going to have within the next few sets. Especially with D&D coming out. I will not disagree with you on that Because D&D is going to yeah. have a lot of different different abilities on a lot of different cards. They're going to need a lot of texture for all that. Yeah, we're not going to have art for those cards. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be all text. <laughs> it's Gotta love those lands. Uh, one name, one mana value, and all text. Yep. Oh, sir, sir, you called it wrong. Well, it seems like you said mana value. How dare you? <laughs> I feel like this is a good part then to, uh, well, first off, I guess let's take a look at the recording time. Psh, yeah, we're called a break right here. <laughs> Welcome back from that little break there. Now let's <laughs> all, all those weren't really news quickies, so we gotta. So all those were uh, news quickies, but they lasted a little longer than news quickies. You know very well none of the quickies ever last as a quickie. Last week was pretty good with the quickies. We kept all the discussion to <laughs> the normal news. As short you also as have an extra person here by accident. So those news quickies were not really quickies at all. We we dove into those pretty good at some points. Did but, we? Did yes. we really? <laughs> Next in the news, we have yeah, is it? Wizards <laughs> announced a new super drop coming out. Ooh. What's in the super drop? On the 22nd, Wizards announced their Dr. Lair's Secretorium super drop. They are now available for pre-order at secretlayer.com, secretlayer.wizards.com, now through 9 a.m. Pacific time, May 28th. So, needless to say, if you want to spend $1,000 on 20 Pringles, go for it. 
Come on, come all. This is according to their website. See the splendors of Dr. Lair's Secretorium Superdrop. Gasp in amazement at the bevy of lands raging from... What is that word? Secretarium. Move. move. Let me see. It's Secretarium. That one. Oh, that one. I know Secretarium. S-E-S-Q-U-I-P-E-D-L-I-A-N. Sesquipedalian. Yeah, Sesquipedalian. We are not Scrabble players, if you couldn't tell. (laughs) So anyway. We'll go with that, Sesquipedalian. See unbelievable spells borrowed from Strixhaven School's famous mystical archives, plus live music. Ready to choose from new cadres of secret layer cards that delight? Look through the options below. Between 9 a.m. April 26th, which is going on today, to May 28th, pre-order all the wonders before you. So the first off, they have their culture shocks, which are the shards of Alara color combination of shocklands with new art and uh, flavor text on these shocklands. Hollowed fountain, breeding pool, temple garden, uh, watery grave, godless shrine, steam vents, blood crypt, uh, overgrown tombs, stomping grounds, and sacred foundry and temple garden mm-hmm. those are all the lands so yeah each of them are depicted in different regions throughout the multiverse we have overgrown tomb which takes place in the world of conspiracy stop stomping ground which takes place in the world of uh tarkir watery grave which is in ixalan steam vents which is in uh dominaria godless shrine which is an omniket hollowed fountain which I'm assuming is the Battle Bond world. I don't know the name of that one off the top of my head. Breeding Pool is from New Phyrexia or Mirrodin. So all they all those come in the shards of Bant, Esper, Grixis, Jund, and Nea. All of them come in a normal and a foil option of you can get them normally at $29.99 or the foil one at $39.99. Pringle or non Pringle. Yeah, those are your choices. (laughs) Next in the secret layer super drop is... This one's kind of goofy. We we hinted at it a little bit earlier. Did we? The full full text lands. Yes. (laughs) Trent, have you seen these things online? I have. I have seen them. These are the new D&D basic lands. I got to the end of the first sentence and I said, all right, I'm done. (laughs) <laughs> right okay so picture for all of our listeners out there i'm hoping you've seen this array but if you haven't picture a normal size magic card and take out the arts and just extend the text it's just straight up text in all of these like, so like i said earlier these these lands are for beginners so they know how lands work they tell everyone how to tap their lands if if you don't know how lands work you shouldn't be playing the game just saying. Well, um, um, but, um, JB, those who have never played it don't know how to tap lands. So, so uh, they're trying to learn. No. These cards tell them what to do. What I'm going to tell you all now, hot take. Are you? Don't buy this drop because these are going to be the basics in the D&D set. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I would love that. They're not going to be the basics in the D&D set. First off, these are actually 
these are going to be the lands that are going to be super expensive. Like, imagine what full art lands were at the beginning of full art lands when they became a thing. Yep. Their price, their wanting these cards were super high. And people are going to want these just purely for the meme value. Exactly. The meme. I'll tell you right now, if I had a chance... I would buy them just for the meme value to have in my deck. See? I would. I, that's I would. That's, point. that's the thing. I wouldn't even put these in the deck. I'd literally just frame them. Oh, my <laughs> no, God. No, I, I would. I'd, I'd frame them and then put them on the wall. Just hit up frame the game to frame your cards. I've got, I've got better things that I could spend $30 on. I'm just saying. Like what? Food? Yeah, right. Like anything. Dude. Pay anything forty dollars right now. His pants four, are $5 three, a piece. Two, so. One. That's so. $40 in food for JB will last him like six months. He's a small guy. He doesn't need that much food to live. I mean, you're not wrong. Or like 15 pairs of kids' pants. <laughs> JB, you want to quickly tell the story? <laughs> no, I'm not telling this damn story because it happened more than fucking once. I know. Tell us the story. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I guess? His kids wear it bigger sounds pants. Like, it sounds yes. like he went to Baby Gap and bought some <laughs> pants and they fit just well. No, he no. went to a normal store looking for his size. And they're like, you should check the kids section. (laughs) (laughs) They'll probably have your size there. (laughs) Right next to the purses. (laughs) We'll give you these little coveralls. (laughs) A free pair of dickies next to it. (laughs) JB. Do your cowboy boots light up too? Oh my god. JB, I love you. I'm so sorry. You're a free bonnet. <laughs> they come with stickers. They're scratch and sniff. I'm a big boy now. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy promises you can get a kid's meal at McDonald's. <laughs> to those just listening to the podcast, JB has the face of, I'm done with all your bullshit. But it's so fucking good. Is it though? Is it really? <sighs> it is. Are we all laughing except for you? Yes, we are. That you know, is... you know, if you have to laugh at your own jokes, they're not funny. No, 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 we're no, laughing I'm... at each other's jokes. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. Just... No, There's no, three no, of us here laughing. No, you're not. Majority no, no. rules. These jokes are good. No, they suck. <laughs> uh, next in the Secret Layer Drop series, we have titled, Our show is on Friday. Can you make it? No. By the time you hear this, it's over. <laughs> All right. Because I was actually today it dropped. Yeah, but it's still going to the 28th. What does it? Yeah, all these are. It's a super drop. Oh, I suppose, yeah. So in this set, this they they chose artists that are known for making concert posters and stuff. So the art is very reminiscent of that of Party Hard, Shred Harder, Borderless, Full Art. Oh, yeah. Really good. <laughs> these are sick cards, man. Right? We have I love them. Nature's Lore, Wrath of God, Gamble, Decree of Pain, and Preordain in this. And this is also as well in... This is only in non-foil. There's no foil of this one. Oh my god, I want Preordain so bad. That Preordain's really good. 
That preordain is so good. This one, uh, so this whole drop was like kind of aimed towards commander players. All these cards are very commander playable. Nature's Lore, Wrath of God, Preordain, Decree of Pain, Gamble. Like, Dex want to play these cards. Those, those <laughs> cards are absolutely sick if you're looking for something off the wall. These are just amazing. Wrath of God. Oh my God. Yeah, Wrath of God is so good. So Keegan and I were just uh, talking about these earlier. Okay. Because he ordered some of these like right away. Did he really? Which one? Was it the... He ordered three of the... I think he ordered three of the our shows on Friday. And then he ordered a couple of the next sweat of the next one too. Okay. Um, But I think I'm picking up one of them of the our shows on Friday from him. Just because I don't have money right now. I don't want to miss it. Um, But I'm thinking of actually... Uh, putting this with uh, Party Hard and Dread Harder, putting in the same frame. That'd be good. They'd look yeah, very well so, together. But yeah, I was like, yeah. We were talking about it, and it's like, yeah, Nature's Lore would look absolutely sick foil if it was just the feathers, like the gold feathers, and then like the flowers around it. And then also Preordained would look sick as a foil if it was only the right side that was foiled. This one is non-foiled. Yep, I know that. But I'm just saying, if it was to be foiled, okay, okay. only the right side of preordained would be foil. So, uh, to those listening, if you haven't seen it yet, picture the uh, Mr. Nintendo head from like Game and Watch era and stuff, like triangles and stuff. The the links will be shapes. in the descriptions. Go check them out. And Seriously, uh, yeah, they'll you'll want to buy them. Next up, so. Guys, I have some bad news for you. What's that? Channel Fireball will no longer sell MTG or Pokemon. Yes, that is happening. You jumping ahead before the uh, Mystical oh. Archive drops? I thought we were already there. I, I thought this was the one I was talking about. He, this is... He's just trying to get this show going. Well, no. It's a, I, we were looking at the things. I was like, oh, this is where we're at right here. No, we're still we're, we're still on secret layers. Yeah, we got one more, and that's the strict save, and then you can oh. transition us into there. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good. That was a great transition. Otherwise, damn. Where does where Niv visit us? Hold, hold hold that on. Hold, hold that thought, Danny. Shut the fuck up. You <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Next up in the super drop, we you're have the one who was talking. Strixhaven. These are the mystical archive cards. There are six cards in this bundle. Fire Covenants, Fractured Identity, Fracturing Gust, All is Dust, Artifact Mutation, and Drown in the Lock. These have a foil non-foil of $29.99 or the foil, which is $39.99. The main reason why they didn't print these into, uh, according to a Good Morning Magic done by Gavin DeFireHay, the reason why they didn't print these ones, these are the opposing color combinations that Strixhaven doesn't have. There's no Azorius Guild or school and Selesnia school and stuff like that so it would potentially throw people off when it came to drafting this set but the arts on these cards look good it's mystical archive style where it has the border looks really good and then overall you can get these in the super the the bundles they have all the bundles you can get the contents of all the Shocklands for a hundred and nineteen dollars. Hundred twenty. It's hundred nineteen ninety nine. So might as well say hundred twenty. Hundred nineteen ninety nine, including tax. 
going to be more. Plus tax. You have the Voracious Reader Bundle. I want it. For th- for non-foil of $239, you get 10 of the full text land cards. And then for $319.99, you get them in a foil version. The main event bundle, you get uh, one of the one of each Culture Shocks, Bant, Esper, Grixis, Nea, Jund, and you get one full text lands and one full text foil lands. You get one our show is on Friday. Can you make it? And then you get one foil show, uh, Strixhaven and one just normal Strixhaven for $259 total. But you also get MTG Arena redemptions for one card or one single use code for one showcase Strixhaven themed sleeve, which may be available for separate purchase in MTG Arena later on. It's the um, Fire Covenant art. Yeah, it's pretty sick art. So if you pre-order with your Wizards accounts to celebrate, some lucky logged-in users will get a little something extra with their pre-order. Specifically, 1,000 customers who place orders during the Dr. Lair Secretorium Super Drop will receive a promo Arcbound Ravenger with their drops. So yeah, currently the Secret Lair drops are going on from now again to May 28th. If any of these interest you at all, links down in the description below. Click them, buy them. Be a happy magic player. Yep. What he said. Uh, so, Bakeman, what were we going on about earlier? Well, apparently, the world's falling apart right now. Yeah, because, done. Uh, done. A, uh, it's like it's just snow, you know, and months that it's not supposed to. And B, <laughs> Channel Fireball has decided no longer to sell Magic the Gathering cards or Pokemon. Whoa. Yeah, this is a big thing. It's huge. And why is that? There's no link here. Here's a link. <laughs> yes, it's that underlined part. <laughs> there was an underlined part at the beginning. Channel Fireball is thrilled to announce its partnership with Good Games, the world's largest chain of tabletop game stores. As part of as part of this exciting partnership, Channel Fireball has agreed to sell its inventory of Magic the Gathering singles to Good Games and will no longer sell Magic or Pokemon singles at the launch of the of the marketplace. Uh, the move marks a major shift for Channel Fireball as it transitions its brand from a primarily uh, ecom- e-commerce. E-commerce? Yeah, okay. they put, e-commerce they put- magic website to a marketplace brand sponsored by e-commerce websites. So it's kind of huge. They change up the whole logo and now they're changing up everything about them. Yeah, they're now going to become like the best way to describe it for people who might not understand this is like they are now going to be competing with TCG player as a way to, you know, like what TCG player does. It has a bunch of stores coming to their marketplace to post cards. It's it's essentially another card eBay of sorts. Yeah. Well, along with other other venues that or avenues that they're going down. Yeah. Because obviously Channel Fireball has been doing, like, their Commander Days, or, yeah, Commander Fest. Commander Fest, yep. So they're 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 going down more, um, they're, they're broadening their horizon. Yeah, not only are they going to be this marketplace for magic cards, but they are still going to be doing, uh, as we talked about last week, 
their channel fireball channel fireball pro uh plus program uh memberships where you can get exclusive content of top channel fireball channel fireball pro members content creators who uh talk historic and who talk all these other formats for a price per month but so they're doing that they're having a marketplace they're going to be doing events supposedly when covid and stuff uh covid restrictions calm down and they can start doing that but they are becoming like they're the way that they're positioning themselves is to become the all you need magic the one-stop shop right with different avenues to go off of once you're there they have your articles like the way that i see it as is like it's it's they're going one step above what star city games does because star city games they have their satellites they had their invitationals and stuff before yep the uh pandemic happened but they were they themselves were selling singles they had their events yep. they had a premium membership mm-hmm. the only thing that's different now is like with channel fireball they have their events they're going to have their restricted articles, mm-hmm. but they're going to be a marketplace for everybody to come congregate to sell. Yep. So you're going to have brick and mortar stores that have another option outside of eBay and TCG player to be selling from. Yep. Well, and also Channel Fireball has that going along with their their uh, events. They have the upper hand over Star City Games the fact that they have their foot into the field of virtual card play too with uh, spell table. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, with spell table, yeah, they got that because of Command Fest. But SCG, they've been doing their satellites pretty much since uh, the pandemic started. But but aren't and those that's, com- that's competitive play where there's a chance those, to win? Aren't those over MTGO though? Ooh, those those are on arena. Well, that that again is arena though. The thing is though, yeah, you you have to play on arena, but you can't play with the cards you own. You literally have to with that's the downfall of arena. Like, yeah, people can play arena online against whatever, but you can't build decks off a deck list. You have to build decks off the cards you have in stock. Very true. Unlike a on unlike MTGO where you can go out and buy a single or rent or rent, Arena is limiting to you to whatever you the luck of your draw. Yep, because fuck what it, the wild card system. Yep, it's either either you have to spend hours and hours and hours getting coins so you can buy packs, get those wild cards, or you have to be extremely lucky to get that one card you're looking for or those four cards you're looking for. So I agree, hundred percent. I I don't agree with going with the arena opens and all that, because all the pros are just getting all their stuff for free anyway. Well, the arena opens they're they're sealed. Like you pay that, you're all drawing from the same card pool. It's not like the 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 quote unquote play to pay. It's it or pay to play. Play to pay. Play to play. Yes. Well, it's basically that's what arena is. You play right. to play. But you have. The with the sealed opens, everybody's on the same footings. Yes, I get the fact of the arena economy is essentially just shit. We're not the only podcast yeah, that's no, yeah. just like talking about arena 
economics or whatever the, you, the yeah, buzzword is you, of you choice. See, you see it all over the place. That people are complaining. It's the worst economy for Magic built by Magic. The, the the primary cards that you need to be able to compete are wild or are rare cards and rare wild cards are always getting used and it's never hard and you actually it's 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 that gotcha game that's like yeah you gotta actually put money into this yep. before you start doing good otherwise it it you are grinding way more than what oh, you oh want. for sure for sure hot yeah, ta- I, hot take the, of the night here. Sorry, the amount of tokens that you're, the amount of gold or whatever that you have to acquire. You need a thousand coins for one pack. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it takes it takes at least four games to acquire enough just to get that much. And that and, and that's, that's and, 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 on a good day. Yeah, that's if that is if you win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you win, let's say phrase <laughs> that, that. Yeah, that is win. if you yeah. win those yeah. four games. <laughs> Bum fuck nothing. So yeah. hot take here. Hot take. Hot take here. Magic Duels is way better than Arena. Fight me. Ooh, that is a hot take. I do. I did like Magic Duels as well. But yeah, I. It I just sounds like searching for a fight. I just don't like. <laughs> I I still think the fact that people, the OG players, are rather going to play on Spell Table, if they have played virtual, or they're on MTGO, which is still OG technically because it's the first of its kind. But yeah, it's. I just don't understand why you have arena tournaments for like mainstream. When you when you have capability of playing on, spell table, digital play is more appealing to the eye. Spell table definitely captures that corner market of playing with with friends, physical cards, yeah. not just your friends, but physical cards. Yeah. That way you don't, like, there's so many people that don't want to go into Moto because it's going to cost money to get oh, into Moto. Oh, yeah, it is. People play on Arena, and they're only doing the free-to-play version. They're not going to put any money, but because they're playing the free-to-play, it's, they it's, can't compete it's a to way, yeah. whatever level the pros are or anybody that's yep. above silver. Like, if, if you got a free-to-play, you could probably compete with people in bronze and silver. But anything above that, you're actually going to have to essentially put money in. Like, I mean, yes, there's there's people on Twitch, Twitter, TikTok that are all just like, I made it to platinum and I didn't put any money into this. Like, okay, good for you. But, but how many hours did you put in? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, to, to, to those out there listening to us, we're all pretty, like, casual when it comes to magic. We don't put 40 hours a week into magic. No. I think, and, the, and highest, so, I think the highest I ever made was gold tier four. I, I made it to platinum a couple times, but Damn. that's it. And then that's when I was playing hard with my mono white uh, soul sister deck. Right. Soul I mean, sister. I was, soul sisters. Soul sister. I was grinding pretty hard to get to platinum. Yeah, it was, and even then, I think the highest I made was platinum tier three, and I got bo- bounced out right away back down to four. Yep. So I like, yeah, you just win that one game to get you up there. Like, hey, got it, and then next game you just got dick stomped. Yep. Yep. No. Yeah, I, I made up to. I think I made a tier three like one game, and it's like, yep, got knocked down. It's like, yep, and then the next game we got knocked down even more. It's like, yeah, this is yeah. That was that was the start of quarantine. It's like I didn't have anything else to do. Right. I was getting paid to stay at home. <laughs> and then I bought uh, Mox Simon, which I still don't have. PSA. They're getting quicker. Yeah. Did you see that? They bought uh, the digital grading system. 
Did we talk about that last no, week? No, we did. I, did I miss to put that in? I don't think we talked about it because oh, I was, I was, it was after the podcast. I, I saw the article that they bought a uh, digital gaming or a digital grading system that's going to make it a lot faster for them. Um, and it looks like the the for remember from the article, uh, the system is actually going to have like a is going to be like a digital stamp to the card. So if the card were ever to come back into the system to get graded, it will recognize it from either any kind of misprint or anything on it. Like it's literally going to take a picture of this card, have it in some system for the rest of its life. And if it were ever to come back for regrading, it'll bring it back up where it's like, hey, this is what it was before. And with this, whatever faults and just go from there. So if the card were to be stolen or anything, just be probably like, hey, this card was stolen if it was printed. Like, hey, I have a, I have a 9-8 card that got stolen. If it were to be going for sale again, a 9-8 is probably going to be put through a registry. That's only if it gets sent back to people. Well, I mean, I, I guess I don't do, do I mean, PSA I mean, and Beckett. Because this is I'm, all through PSA itself. It's not Beckett. It's yeah, not it's just PSA. GC. It's all PSA that has this. Uh, but we'll probably talk about it more next week. We'll but don't pull up the but don't those like like any of the PSA like like auctions don't PSA actually go there and make sure that card is what it's supposed to be. Like I've never there, had to deal with isn't that, a so. representative from PSA at the auction or I feel looking like over the a, auction. I feel like that's a, uh, I feel like that's a lot more money than what PSA wants to be throwing into just like random card I'm sales. just saying. I mean, yeah. We'll uh, pull up the article. Maybe we'll talk about it more next week. But yeah, I saw the article I think on like Thursday. But to forgot put, to save it. But to put a pin in it, uh, CFB, no longer going to be selling singles. They're doing it all through their marketplace. Good for them. We talked about Plus work. We talked about last week that if you have any CFB credit saved into their account, it'll be available to use throughout anybody who joins the CFB marketplace. So don't have to worry about losing your credit. Yay. What's I, next on the article or I, next on the list? I feel like that's a good transition over to the weekly winners. Yay. Let's try and run through this fast here. First off, because man, we're really good, like way over time. <laughs> First off, in the Weekly Winners, which is an article written to us, not to us, but to everybody on mtgstocks.com, they talk about three cards that move up in price, three cards that move down in price, and let's jump into that right now. First off, we have Life Gift, which is a green two enchantment that reads, whenever a land enters the battlefield, you may gain one life. This card has only had one printing, and that is from Betrayers of Kamigawa. It's jumped up 721%, now sitting at $16.99. So anybody who has a, just a stack of bulk rare cards, this is a bulk rare from Betrayers that has jumped up significantly because just last month you could get them for like a buck. But this card has moved up in price primarily due to Dina Stol- Soul Steeper. Green, black, 1-3, legendary creature, Dryad Druid. Whenever you gain life, each opponent loses one life. Pay one, sack another creature. Dina gets plus X plus O till end of turn, where X is the sacrifice creature's power. So whenever you play a land, you gain a life. Dina activates, and you drain someone's life. So the synergy there is very good. 
but another reason for this card moving up in price is because of the command zone effect. It was mentioned in the video, which is in the link below at time mark 18 minutes, 22 seconds, which is the strict save and traditional commander review. Hey, Matt, it's not just your lands that enter. It's any land. Any land. Oh, yeah. So your opponent lands to yeah. activate this. That's why That's why it's gone up. It's a yeah. green version of uh, your traditional Exodus Blood, St. Queen Bond combo. Yeah. It's just another activation of that combo. And both those cards are... Uh, Exquisite Blood has only been printed once or twice. I think it has a... No, it has, mis- it's once. It, it no, doesn't have I a got mystery. printed in a jumpstart, too. Yeah. Oh, uh, well... Yes, suppose. So it so, was originally one, but then Jumpstart came out and has now two. But still, super expensive. Yep. Uh, with the mm-hmm. other both, piece both of, of it, Sang- Sanguine Bond is way cheaper than Exquisite yeah. Blood. Well, it's been, it's been <laughs> Sanguine printed. Bond is like a dollar, not even, it's, it's, and Exquisite Blood is like 50. Sanguine Bond's been printed five times. And there's uncommon. And, there, yeah. and there's also like four or five different alternative cards to do the same thing. Right. There's there's no other alternative cards for Exquisite Blood. Nope, there is not. Yep. So, so uh, anything that doesn't. Uh, I mean, exc- hell, they put Sanguine Bond in freaking precons. They made they uh, made Sang- Vito Sanguine <laughs> yeah, Bond. I was just about right, to say. but they they put Sanguine Bond in the oh, in the Wither Bloom precon. Yep. Like <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a cheap version for the Infinite Combo. Well, it's the cheap cheaper of the cheaper half of the Infinite Combo. Next up in the weekly winners, we have Steely Resolve. This card was only printed in Onslaught. It is green one. It's an enchantment. As Steely Resolve enters the battlefield, choose a creature type. Creatures of the chosen type have Shroud, meaning they can't be the target of spells or abilities, including those that you control. This card has moved up 41%, now chilling at $25.99. So Steely Resolved is a one-of-card, and it's speculated that the reason why this card is moving up in price is due to Time Spiral Remastered uh, and the fact that it's very sliver-heavy. So one of the reasons is for Commander Sliver plays or just like tribal synergies in general. But on top of that, uh, there is a Fringe Legacy Turbo Depths that plays this in the sideboard to protect Merit Lage. And Merit Lage is the land when... Or Dark Depths is the land. <laughs> that makes a makes a Merit Lage token. It's a legendary snow land. Dark Depths enters the battlefield with 10 ice counters. You pay 3, remove an ice counter from, de- from it. When it enters... When Dark Depth has no ice counters on it, you sacrifice. If you do, create a legendary 2020 black avatar creature token with flying and indestructible name Merit Lage. So if you have Steely Resolve and just name Avatar, it can't be targeted by Swords of Plowshare, which is one of the prominent uh, removal spells in Legacy. Actually, people actually uh, put Path to Exile in the boards for Merit Lage over Spirit Link, or not Spirit Link, Swords of Plowshares. I guess it makes sense. You really don't want your opponent to be gaining 20 life. No. No. Take take that basic over that twenty. Just just run strip mine. Just blow the land up before they can do anything. Next in the weekly winners, we have Frexian Devourer, which is again only been printed once in Alliances. It is a six mana artifact creature construct that's a one one. When Frexian Devourer 
its power is seven or greater, sacrifice it. Has an activated ability of exile the top card of your library. Put X plus one plus one counters on Phyrexian Devourer, where X is the exile card's converted mana cost. Again, one printing from Alliances. This card has jumped up 25%, now chilling at $30.99. This is in, this card has seen some spikes in the in, in past times. But the reason for this right now is due to artifact combos with Layla, the Blade Reforged, new card from Strixhaven Commander Precon, which is red 2, 2, 2, legendary creature, spirit warrior with haste. When it attacks, exile the top card of your library. Uh, you may play that card this turn. Whenever you exile one or more cards from your library and or your graveyard, you put a plus one, plus one counter on it. So you're exiling cards with Phyrexian Devourer to make that bigger, but also making Phyrexian Devourer bigger. And then the other card that is moving up in price is Felisa Fang of Silver Quill. Black, white, two, three, two, legendary vampire wizard with that has flying and mentor. When a non-token creature you control dies, if it had counters on it, create X tapped two, one, white, black, white and black inkling creature tokens with flying, where X is the number of counters that it had. So you can put as many counters on this card as you want by because it's a zero activated cost of removing the top card from library and you put a plus x plus x counter on it where x is that's converted mana cost so you can just like go through your whole deck so this is the first time that we hear of the phyrexian devourer since it's already featured in a combo with necrotic ooze so if you have ooze phyrexian devourer and a walking blista you can ping everyone so it's just more synergies with this card. If you have this in your collection, keep an eye out for that. Now, JB, you want to tell us about these cheap pickups that we got? Well, I suppose. It's about that time, huh? It is. All right, so first up, we have the Commander Legends printing of Rings of Bright Hearth. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. This thing is sitting at $5.33. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, it is. Uh-huh. For a solid card. Right. Seeing as what, it used to be sitting around that $20, $30 range it was before well, Commander Legends? It was well over 30 Yep. and Because uh, it only had the one printing in Lorwyn. It was pre-selling for $35.82. The Lorwyn copy is going down to uh, $14 as well. Oof. It tanked hardcore since Commander Legends. Right. Because, yeah, all-time high of it was $75. I knew I should have sold it right away. Now I have like three of them sitting in my binder. Right, now they ain't worth shit. Yep. Alright, so next up we have the time-shifted version of Remand from Time Spiraled Remastered sitting at $6.09. And it looks like that one's still trending down. Popular modern card. Keep an eye out for that. And then last but not least we have Teferi Master of Time from M21. Let's see, what number is that one? It's just the regular version, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Looks like, what, 276? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so number 276, it's Fairy Master of Time, sitting at $10 even. Uh, looks like it's trending down, too. So, yeah. Matt, you want to tell them how they get these cards cheaper? Yes. You can get these cards cheaper by going over to tcgsniper.com, making an account, putting these cards into your profile and get notified 
if it moves up or down in price. So let's say it's ferry specifically, you want it to go down lower than $10. You enter the card in, say, I want to be notified when it gets to $7. Then I'll pick that up. And then TCG Sniper will send you notifications when it does drop to that price. If you go over there, sign up for an account, and mention that the guys over at This Week in MTG sent you, you will get three months free of their Plus program, which will give you 50 cards to enter in at a time. With their normal base one, you get five, and you can enter those cards in. It's still a good deal, but after three months, you're going to look at that and be like, hmm, yeah, 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 no, nah, no, nah, this is good. This is worth checking you know, it's out. It's funny, Matt. I actually I used TCG Sniper, and uh, I'm waiting for my Renin 6B $10. How close are you right now? Uh, it's about 76 right now, so pretty far away. <laughs> You've got a while. It's not. I know. Gonna, it's, it, it, it's okay. That's, that's I have a, it ready a, to go as soon as it comes down 10 that's, bucks. That's, that's a wish on a star. Anything's possible. That is true. Now, before we move on to Deck of the Week, uh, quick, I don't know. I just wanted to add this quick thing in here real quick. Uh, with Commander 21 coming out in the Dina Soul Steeper deck, the Kulgari one, or the wither bloom deck there is a card called that's been reprinted for the second time ever the other one was a mystery booster i don't know if that really counts but alhemerit's archive this card is now at a market price of eight dollars and 68 cents yeah you loved it when i used that against you you're like whoa wait what that's in there yeah, that card, because it had an all-time high of just shy of $20, and now you can get Elhemerit's Archive for around $6. Elhemerit's Archive is a 5-drop legendary artifact. If you would gain life, gain twice that much life if you would draw a card, except the first one you draw in each of your draw steps, draw two cards instead. This is a super pow- powerful card. The fact that it was just shy of $20 and now it's like around $6. Oh, no. This is this is Matt's personal pick. I think if you, if you have a chance to get this for like 6 bucks, I think it's totally worth it. So, uh, how high? How, what's my cost on that? Or manu, mana value of that? No, it's Ma- CMC. A mana value of 5. That's too high for Soul Sister. Yeah. I mean, there's not much. I, I don't know. White has ways to ramp now. What my soul sister's so, my my soul sister decks a turn four. If are, you want, are you talking modern? Yeah, my modern. Well, deck. yeah, you don't want this modern. No, you this don't want it modern. This but if you want card draw, a mana card, or a commander card, I suppose. If you want card draw in that mono white, go for Will of Lost Dreams. I don't need card draw. Usually, you say that now. I usually don't need card draw because you'd be surprised how often I get the God Hand of my. Three lands, my walking ballista, or four lands, walking ballista, Heliod, and um, Soul Warden. JB, you want to tell us about this week's deck of the week? No, you're better at reading it than I am. Words are hard for I you I just guys. pick it. Oh <laughs> you saw pretty colors and they chose it. Yes, I saw very pretty colors. Pretty colors. So this uh, this deck of the week is from Architect. It's called Abzandrain. Siege Rhino! User Splan... Splanadin... Splanadin made this deck... S-Paladin. S-Paladin. Thank you. Or Spaladin. They made this deck. <laughs> I'm looking at this, and I don't We're know why... making fun of his name. JP necessarily chose this. Uh, primary cards that are of 
notice here are Thrag Tusk, green 4, 5, 3, beast. When it ETPs, gain 5 life. When it LTBs, you make a 3-3 three, three beast creature token. You have Siege Rhino, which is Abzan 1 for a 4-5 Rhino with Trample. It ETPs, each opponent loses 3 life, you gain 3 life. You got a Serrated Scorpion, Black 1-2 Scorpion. When it uh, dies, it deals 2 damage to each opponent and you gain 2 life. You have Marauding Blight Priest, Black 2, 3-2 Vampire Cleric. When you gain life, each opponent loses 1 life. You have a... Uh, play, uh, th these are all play sets so far of and this one is cliffhaven vampire black white two for a two four vampire warrior ally flying when you gain life each opponent loses one life those are all your creatures there's 20 creatures total there are four or not four two planeswalkers and those are garuk primal hunter green 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 two for a three loyalty garuk you have a plus one of create a three three beast creature token a neg three of draw card equal to the greatest power among creatures you control, and a neg six of create a six six green worm creature token for each land you control. There are a playset of blood for bones, which are black three sorcery, an additional cost to cast this spell, sack creature. Return a creature card from your graveyard to the battlefield, then return another creature from your graveyard to your hand. Also, we have Nature Spiral, a playset, green one, sorcery, return target permit card from your graveyard to your hand. There are four gris, grisps, grasps of darkness, black, black, instant, target creature gets neg four, neg four till end of turn. There are 26 lands in here as well. So it looks like the gist of this deck is, seriously, unfortunately, is... Gain life, kill them. Yep. Life drain, baby. Yeah. Life drain. It's really, I don't know, in my opinion, it's rough to look at this deck and have such a high converted mana cost or high mana value of this whole deck and absolutely no ramps. Triggered. Sir, it's fucking budget. You've been yelling at me for how many weeks? Because you haven't done a budget deck. Triggered. You're supposed to be doing budget decks. So I pick a fucking budget deck and then you, this deck sucks. Okay, first off, sir, I gave, you the I gave you the chance to read this deck. Triggered. You can pick your own fucking decks from now on, sir. I will. Triggered. Anyways, this this deck is, as JB was saying, is budget. It's $33.41. But again, the sheer fact that it's like, there's no explorers. Like, you could trade out Blood for Bones, like, cut two of those, cut two time spirals, because you're returning things for regret. You have no ways to be milling yourself to be gaining value from these cards. But it's also... Have explore. But here's the thing, though. I understand why they do it this way, because a lot of the things that they have are immediate targets. Siege Rhino, four mana. Thrag Tusk, five mana. Cliffhaven Vampire, four mana. Your one drops are a serrated scorpion. When it dies, each opponent loses two life and you gain two life. The fact it's like no one's going to be pushing that. No one's going to be bolting that. No one's going to be pathing that. But it's a trump blocker. But then, but once you're, but once you're cool, up, you're one down and their Tarmogoyf dink stomps you or their death shadow dink stomps saying, you. I'm just saying there's, there's cards in there that you'd want to get back. Yeah, there's always cards you want to be getting back, but like. Pretty sure Noxious Revival is a card that's a little more than 25 cents. I'll be honest, because thank you, Commander. But again, if you're going to be wanting cards like Blood for Bones and Nature Spiral in 
in your deck, you're going to be wanting to fill your graveyard. Have it's, some more self-mill cards. It's a starter deck. I won't disagree with that. Okay. It's $33. Half the reasons why I pick decks I do for deck of the week is because they have potential or upgrade ability. Where's it at? And we can point out upgrade abilities. Like, hey, you can do this instead of this. Okay? Instead of just... Oh, hey, this is a $1,600 fucking deck. Just play it as is. Well, that's what I'm saying is like you can definitely add more self-mill cards into this deck. You have things. Mr. Hating on my fucking deck choices. I'm not hating on your deck choice. I'm just saying He's this telling needs you ramp. you fucked up. This needs ramp. He is. He's like, yeah, your deck sucks. I'm not saying well, this deck ra- sucks. Well, ramp is uh, it's basically an automatic with any kind of green deck. Put, um, put, take, take out the group Primal Hunters. They have two evolving wilds, sir. There's fucking ramp right there. That's not ramp. That's ramp. That's mana mana selection. They sir. have four harmonized in the graveyard and their sideboard. Yeah, and bloodthirsty aerialist in the sideboard. Plus for fracture. Fracture is a fucking sick card, dude. I love that card. Not everyone's a egregious infect player like you, man. This has nothing to do with being an infect player. This it does. is just having the ability to. Ramp cards. It's a goddamn siege things... rhino deck, sir. Shut up and just read the deck. <laughs> I did read the deck. <sighs> Everybody loves siege rhino. Don't you hate on siege rhino? Siege rhino is a good card, and there's no doubt about it that in the magic community, people in pioneer and modern would love to have siege rhino be effective again, like it was in standard. But that's our episode, guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs> right? Thank you for listening to our apparently <laughs> shitty deck choice. Well, that was just yours, not ours. Don't throw us under the bus. Oh, I your, will. That was your choice. I will, because Matt apparently hates my deck choices. I don't hate your Yet deck Yet he choices. never picks a deck of the week. They're not blue. He's, of course he's going to hate it. I don't pick a deck of the week due to the fact I got to be adding in your fucking <laughs> boggle desks. Well, shit maybe you shouldn't be oh making my. short jokes. Well, Trent, thank you for joining <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Are we at the end of the podcast here? Yeah, are we, we are. Are we still throwing jokes around? I am. We're all short I mean, right now. <laughs> all right, Trent, we're at the end of yes. the podcast. Please, to those that haven't followed you since the beginning of uh, This Week in MTG, what are you doing now? Tell us about it. Well, I ever since we, we got done doing This Week in MTG, I have been laying low, you know, flying under the radar, just working, bought a house, stuff like that. And then I got this great idea to start my own podcast with a couple friends. And we decided, well, I decided to be a fun idea to uh, throw on some conspiracies because, you know, conspiracies are fun to talk about. And uh, why not do the ones that nobody really knows about? So like the Titanic, that it could not be the Titanic on the bottom of the ocean. You guys listen to find out. Um, other than that, we just kind of joke around and bring out what we think may be facts or not. It's kind of up for, you, up for you guys to decide. But uh, if you want to check it out, you can hit us up on anywhere you can really listen to podcasts. We are Deep Fried Conspiracies. Sweet. I listen to you guys all the time. The uh, <laughs> Your latest episode, This Week I Fucked Up. Or yep. I, I fucked. <laughs> so good. That's kind of our little specialty thing where we hit a milestone. And uh, it all started out because I didn't want to get sued by Disney. So we decided to... Uh, do that instead. And uh, it was such a great feedback from people that we thought, well, we'll just do it every once in a while for a little specialty thing. So we hit our 10th episode and I thought, well, we'll do it 
another one because why not? Well, that's a milestone to get threatened to be sued by Disney. Well, I mean, we want to do conspiracies <clears throat> about them, but uh, they don't take too kindly to being talked, I guess, if you want to consider it negatively. I will definitely put links everywhere that they can find you in the description down below. Highly recommend. It's one of my podcasts I listen to as soon as they come out. I kid you not. Uh, I don't want to fangirl over you, Trent, there or anything, but all of them are... Take what I can get. The, 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 dolphin, the dolphin diddling and dolphin the fucking diddling. JFK episode. Yep. He's, he's only an hour away. I'm sure, I'm sure he has room in his bed. Here you go. Birds aren't real? That shit's so, so Birds good. Birds aren't real. I feel that there's a good cross line, you know, a Venn diagram of magic players and conspiracy theorists. So all y'all out there, if you listen to us, the new conspiracy theorist card that came out. Yes. Speaking of that, keep, keep tuned, tuned in to this week in MTG. There may be a special deck tech episode with conspiracy theorists with, with Trent coming back. I have a good idea on where to go. Perfect. I can't wait to see this, but yes, links in the description down below. Now, with that, for everybody else, thank you, all you legendary magic folk, for making it to the end of episode number 85. 85 Good job, man. Of this weekend, MDG. You sure it's not 86? You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Google Play, and any other pot or any other platform where better podcasts are. Retake. No retakes. Retake. We're, we're going to the end of this. We're going to fuck this up, so you have to retake it. You can also watch us on uh, YouTube and Twitch. We stream live every Monday nights around 7 to 7.30. And then make sure to subscribe, get notified when live episode or when we get live and when episodes get dropped. If you guys want to follow us, everything is tied up in a nice, convenient little link called or Linktree slash This Week in MTG. So it's L I N K tr dot ee slash this week in mtg there you'll be able to find all of our links to moxfield where you can find us on all your podcast platforms you can find our social medias hit us up on all of those join the discord uh, when you get to there you can send us any message that you want uh, we really appreciate any kind of feedback good or bad we are striving to be your guys's news podcast like you come to us and we'll tell number you number one news. podcast for everything magic yes there we go Trent thank you I got you uh, and finally make sure to send love over to our amazing sponsor JW Sports Cards and Gaming uh, the fact that they're still sponsoring us after what are we we're almost to a whole year of them sponsoring us sponsors really? to think about yeah it was uh, June end of June beginning of July so we're getting close to that maybe we'll do something special for our one year sponsorship bursary we still need a month we do Josh I don't know if he listens to this but we will our sponsor does not listen to this half your cast doesn't listen to it either but anyways I think that's an episode you think that's an episode <laughs> I think so <laughs> perfect well Magic Folk thank you and with that if you guys have nothing else to say at all nope much love peace out We'll catch you See ya. next time. Arena sucks. <laughs> Mommy promises you can get a kid's meal at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs>